I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This week's podcast is sponsored by the word retention, which is the use and continued possession of something. Basically, if you've found the podcast and you've got to go somewhere, just leave it on because it helps with our retention. Once again, our sponsors for the podcast this week, the word retention. Hello, Flav. All right, mate. What's up? Nothing. Just stuff to do. Well, like the podcast that we've literally got about to do. Oh, now. <laughs> fucking phone down, man. Shh. Less. <laughs> Less of that. Less, Less of, that. of that. Lots to talk about on one for the weekend. Uh, every, all of you who got in the comments last week, thank you very much. We've read through them. There's some, some corkers. Loving the community that we are creating. That's it. The, the, the internet is full of vile and horrible human beings. And what the comments section of the One for the Weekend On podcast... On screen and off screen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, the comments section of the One for the Weekend podcast is a safe haven from the rest of the internet. This is a place where you can be yourself uh, and, and you can do good to others. And have, have good things happen to you as well. Absolutely. And we'll be diving into that with uh, lots, of, lots of comments uh, this week and a lot of your favourites as well. But let's get straight into the football, first of all. Uh, a lot of derby games this week. <laughs> New bit. A lot New of bit. derby games. Uh, well, just to say, by the way, very excited about this weekend. Queen's Park Rangers can go into the playoffs this weekend. Adam, I don't know if you know where that could be. And this could be Adam's last podcast, by the way, in the ones and twos. So, Adam? Yeah, it could be, could be his last, probably will be his last podcast as he moves on to Pasture's new snake and uh, <laughs> and and the uh, you know it's uh, it's good for him, isn't he's it? In bits. He's isn't crying, it? isn't it? It's good for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no, thank you all for all your work, Ed. You've been a pleasure working with you over the last three years. Mm. To I love it. you both. Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. And I I hope that, hope Brentford get a win this weekend. Well, this is it. He's leaving Bull Street, and it's kind of it's really coinciding easy. with Brentford's slow. Collapse, so demise into obscurity. It's incredible. Back to where they belong. Incredible to see how far they've dropped. Um, and after the pelters that I've had to take, Queen's Park Rangers now, feel free to Google it, are above, put this in the edit, Adam, are above Brentford in the championship. Maybe not for long, but it's happened, okay? So humble pie, take that humble, you can take that humble pie to your next job, Adam. Yeah. Right, but yeah, there's a lot of derby games. Save yourself a lot of hassle and just don't, t- <laughs> so when you go to your new job, don't say you're a Brentford fan, just say, I don't like football. Yeah, that might be good for you. Because Brentford are, it's, it's, supporting Brentford is the same as not liking football. Do you know what I mean? Has n- they have zero impact. Brentford have zero. Brentford have zero impact on football. They have there are they have absolutely no impact on football. All they do mm. is just take up a place. You could replace 
Brentford Ninth. with hashtag United, comparable size clubs. Hashtag United, put them in there, no one would even bat an eyelid. Okay. Uh, as I said, a uh, lot of derby games this weekend. Uh, El Clasico, of course, the big one. We're going to be talking about that, and uh, there could be a nominee for Room 69 there. But lots of, lots of derby games this Go week. On. Uh, Brighton Wolves. Is the... Yeah, the the soft spot because they're generally inoffensive derby. We've <laughs> <laughs> um, got Fulham Bournemouth, of course, which is the uh, yeah I've got, yeah I've got a season ticket, but I don't really go that often because I like to spend the weekends in the Cotswolds because I work in the city. <laughs> derby. <laughs> That's me. But about the posh voice. And <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got Liverpool versus Cardiff, of course, the uh, Craig Bellamy derby version one. Because I think there could be a few down the road if we keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. Because he's, uh, he's played for a few clubs. Uh, Southampton, Newcastle this weekend on Saturday. The geographical extremity derby. <laughs> Got the team at the bottom of the country. Newcastle at the top there. I've, I've Meeting got, this week in, that, mm. in the geographical extremity derby. This is good. Watford versus Huddersfield. Want to guess this one? No. I don't know. It's the John derby. You've got Elton and McAlpine. <laughs> uh, so they'll be, they'll be battling it out. For, uh, for bragging rights. Right. And uh, Leicester, West Ham, uh, they've got a squad that could push for Europe, but if we're being honest, eighth is a good season derby. <laughs> Very <laughs> good. Oh, sorry, last one. All oh, right, there's another one. You'll like this one. You're going to be guessing this one. Mm. On Monday, Spurs versus Man City, which we're about to preview in this podcast, which of course is the. Do you want a clue? Yes. Fullback. Don't know. You're screaming it, aren't you? You're screaming it. Everyone's thinking it. it. Fullback, play for Man City, play for Spurs. Do you know? Wrong. It's the Ben Thatcher derby this weekend. So I spoiled the joke by not getting the most obvious answer. Uh, I just set up there for someone to get it wrong. (laughs) Hit you with a punchline, that's what Allcut does. Uh, Let's talk about Spurs, Man City. Yep. Tottenham have lost only two of their last Premier League, 21 Premier League matches at Wembley. There you go, pretty reason, good. Reason to be optimistic. Yeah. But you're suggesting that, that your tone is that, that we're going to get fucked. No, I'm saying you've got an incredible record at Wembley. Yeah. Only two defeats. Can you remember who those two defeats were? Uh, one was in like, Manchester United. Manchester United was it? In the semi-final okay. of the FA Cup. And the other one? In April. It was in April. Man but, City. Oh. Uh, playing this weekend, so that kind of negates it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to do them. I think we're going to do them handsomely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, they can't. They're not going to go through the season unbeaten. It's really hard to do that. So, that's why I You've said that on three or four videos that you think, they'll, you think Man City will go the season unbeaten. I mean, they'll go the season unbeaten. <laughs> but, but I think Spurs, Spurs will get a result. Like, mm. They'll get a draw. Um, have I said that? I don't know what I've said. The, the thing is, though, the people, when there are people watching and they watch these YouTube channels and they watch sport, you, you think that, that, that there's like some sort of encyclopedic, encyclopedic knowledge of football. I Speak know yourself. nearly, probably less than most of you lot know certainly, about football in the pod, in, in, in the comments. <laughs> yeah. So if I say something and then contradict myself four weeks later, I don't want to know about it. I don't care. I don't know, mate, because I, like I like to stick with it. I'm fine with you. Generally. I'm fine with you saying, you know, because that's, the, the, you're talking about the the quality of my work and you're trying to help me be the best that I can be. Always. But I don't care. Right. Okay, and anyone in the comments, if you think I've said something and, and, and contradicted myself, 
Get I don't. It. I don't get care. Yeah, get over it. It's yeah. your problem, not mine. Okay. So no. we're gonna smash them. Uh, I, I think. I, I was so impressed with this. <laughs> so impressed with this P, PSV performance, despite getting a draw at the weekend. I think. I think Spurs are gonna win the league. Okay. Yeah. He's gone then. Um, Eric Lamella has been directly involved in four goals in five Premier League matches this season, with three goals and one assist. It's the same total he registered in 25 fixtures he's, last term. Talk to me about Eric. Lamella. He's, is he good? He's very good. We have that on Great Touch for Big Lab. We do that a lot. It was like, is he good? Is he good? A lot of players like Theo Walker. Is he good? Is he? I think he's good. Because he's like quick and he's, like, he's seen a couple of good finishes. But is he good? Let's know in the comments below. Is he good? Look, Maybe uh, we can talk that uh, out. Uh, Eric Lamella is very, very good. Is very he? important player for Tottenham. Yeah, he is good. Uh, he's good. The better stat is he scored seven goals, three assists in the last nine games. Mm. Um, he's, it depends what you want. If people think of Eric Lamella, they think of South American. Uh, attacking skillful player, but that isn't his main attribute. His main attribute is his ability face. to be a prick. Sorry. Hey, isn't his face, is it? Good looking, though, isn't he? Is he? Is he not? I'm not sure if he's. He's a bit androgynous for me. I, I like my men burly like and, and airy. Oh. And big. See yourself. Whereas he's a little bit too feminine for my liking. Um, Each your own. <laughs> Carry on. His impact on the game is about his uh, tenacity, it's about his. His ability to get in the heads of the, uh, of the other players. He's constantly niggling, constantly pinching. He's the nasty element you need to have a fair... Are you, just, are you just making that a bigger thing because you love it? I'm Maybe, uh, but, but I, I do love it and I do see, see its importance in, in the game. Spurs for a long time have been such a soft, pansy football club. Mm. It's nice to have players in there that everyone else hates. And Arsenal fans loathe him. He, um, but his impact on the game, though, his impact, he's now, he labels Spurs to, to defend from the front. He's the first point of our defence in an offensive position. So uh, constantly harrying, constantly working. Um, he's turned his, his football career around from being this kind of fancy Dan bit of a to. Can you say that, can I? Don't know. Can we say, can we say that? Let's know in the comments if I can say it or not. <laughs> if, if you say no, I'll never say it again. Learning. Um, <laughs> Evolving. The, uh, <laughs> you know that's where your head goes. Yeah, yeah. I think I shouldn't have said that. That's true, beep it. We can beep it. And they'll never know what it is. <coughs> Guess what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, of that... Um, uh, Sorry, but just, just, just quick. Yeah, he, 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 um, he, he went... He got injured, badly injured. He had chronic hip injuries. His brother got uh, really... He was paralysed, essentially. His brother got injured in a swimming pool accident. Um, and he had about a year out of football from, from Spurs, and no one knew where he was. There was conspiracy theories about him having a cocaine habit. Right. Uh, about him. Um, That's what people go to, don't they? Yeah. Someone's not, that. not around. But the fact is, he had horrendous personal issues, right. and he had a chronic injury that he couldn't get rid of. He's come back, and he talked openly about how his opinion of football changed, and he realised it's just a game. It's not important. It's enabled right. me to earn a living, and I can play with freedom now. I don't. I'm not worried about a bad performance because. It's not important yeah. in the grand scheme of things. And since that, he's come in and he's, he, he really does feel like a transformed footballer. I just want to go back a little bit, yeah, just because I, I, thought, I thought it was a good question. Of the, of the Pansy period, who, which player it was the epitome of the Pansy period? The biggest Pansy at Spurs. Great alliteration from Walcott there. Uh, Smash that like button. <laughs> it wasn't so much that we, uh, the players, it was the philosophy, I think, around the club. Pochettino's brought in... Oh, come on, you are, there's got to be one guy. I mean, there's loads. Give me one, then. Uh, Who are you just like... He's just infuriatingly... Each week, yeah, like Simon Davies. Like, yeah. I liked him, but it just... 
yeah, soft. Go away. It? Yeah, go away. <laughs> um, Stefan Everson. Yeah. Uh, bunch of Chavich. Last school teacher. Don't even remember. Yeah, he was okay. the worst footballer I've ever seen. Gregor Raziak. Uh, and then what, what actually happened is to get out of that period of Spurs, we started buying steely centre midfielders that, that kind of laid, allowed us to make steps in the, in the right direction. So William Palacios, Sakura. Stefan Freund. Stefan Freund. Was another, he was another pansy as well, actually. Oh, really? I lo loved him, but a bit of a pansy. Okay. Uh, going into this game, and it's really hard to talk about Man City. Because mm. they're just like, they're wicked, aren't they? They're like, well, good. And like, oh, oh, they were missing a player in De Bruyne at all, but everyone else seemed to fill in, and now he's back. Yeah. Um, so, do you. What can we say about him? I think we should just get at get him again. Get at him again? Yeah, let's just let's complain about how much money you have. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I, uh, I, was, I was listening to a podcast, uh, it was about uh, Pep Guardiola talking about some songs that he supposedly picked, which I don't think he did. Yeah. And uh, I've got to say, I do like Pep Guardiola. Do you? I don't. He's so Latin and he talks. He's so quiet, but he, he just, he's so sensual. Well, I, he's, also, he's also quite principled. Yes, he, very principled. He's principled, he's got his ideologies and, and he, you know, he wears the, the yellow, it yellow sash type thing. That's really good, but if you look at how Manchester City is funded and the, the horrific crimes alleged that their owners, just how principled is he? Oh, well, that's all debatable. Isn't it? Is it? You haven't got any cold, hard facts to back that up. Haven't I? No. Probably not. Who cares? But the fact is, life makes hypocrites of us all, That's doesn't true. it? That's true. And um, no and doubt he's the best manager. Stinks. Stinks in the head. Stinks No doubt he's a great manager. Pochettino has, um, has had him on the ropes a couple of times as Espanol yeah. manager. Oh, right. Got a draw at Barcelona once. Do you know good for you as well, I think, is playing on Monday because... And you played Tuesday as well. You've got night that for you guys at this part of the season. That's actually quite a long period of time for you, to, for you guys to kind of get ready for it. Yeah. And it being a home game as well will help as well. So you can kind of maybe have a lot of players because that's a big, <coughs> been a big problem I think with Spurs is that you've got a lot of players that have played so much football. Yeah, I heard a, a read a fact. Well. I don't know if it's hundred percent true that Harry Kane has played a game every five days in the last year. This year, calendar year. Wow, apparently. Yeah. If you look at all the games he's played in, it averages out a game every five days. But they, like you go through that team, all were at the World Cup. Um, Son as well was like off, and he's not been the same since he's come back. No, so even I don't know if those couple of days will make a difference or not, but you'd hope it would help out. What do you bit. think? What do you think? As a, not as a you know, I'm always going to be biased towards something, but what what do you think is going to happen on Monday? I think what's great about football is that home games can. Can give you, can give you that chance if you kind of you get that early goal or mm. and you get the crowd going and I I, guess I obviously haven't been at a Spurs game at, at Wembley like when you didn't say that Real Madrid game at home was was the crowd amazing or yeah. not I it, mean well it, do you have that ability to do that like Loftus Road like it's tight yeah so if you do get going it it, it does it, it does get rocking. it's very much dependent on how well how the team's playing if they're going for it then. It can be, mm. it can be good. You need that, don't you? You need that lift, I think. Well, Real Madrid, just from the off, it looked like we was on top, yeah. and immediately it was easy to get behind straight away, harrying them down, breaking them up. We couldn't get anything going. It felt really good. We were creating chances for ourselves, and we scored relatively early. If you have all of those things, it, the atmosphere can be good at Wembley. Yeah. But um, I think the thing with Man City for me is that they've got such like they've got such humble quality. Like they've got the mix of the both. Mm. They've got players who have unbelievable quality but work 
really, really hard and to a very clear system yeah. that Pep Guardiola wants. So you look at, say, PSG, who is sort of struggling in the Champions League, they're, they've got all these incredible players. They've got the quality, but they don't have the humility, I think, to kind of work both ways when you haven't got the ball. Yeah, I think it's the, the idea that he's created and the, uh, the, the, the philosophy that he's created there. Um, and, yeah, and he's got the respect and, and he just totally demands well, I do it, wish so sometimes it's... Pochettino is a bit more pragmatic with the way he approaches these games against really skillful teams. Like he, he doesn't change his system massively. He believes in what he's doing. He feels like he's got the players to attack Man City or Barcelona as he did. Is that what you would want them to do? This I kind of would them? like. I'd be interested to see if we kind of if we actually sat back and gave up a bit of position and then tried to counter. And that seems like a very crude and simple way to play football, but I don't think we can match them in terms of quality, but we do have the players to hurt them mm. if we get the opportunities. So I think maybe if we buy their time, sit back, allow them to have, have possession, if we manage to snatch the ball off them, then go. But just like that. Okay. Uh, let's know your thoughts on Spurs Man City. Have Spurs got a chance? Are Man City going to run away with it? Let us know in the comments below. But this may be a, a YouTube video. But it's also an audio podcast that you can go and enjoy wherever you are throughout the world. Yeah. And uh, there have been some reasons to, to listen to the podcast. Some of you guys have been rating the podcast, which is helpful for the podcast, Flav. Yeah, right. it just yeah, it gives us more opportunity to go up the, um, the charts. But I don't know if that, what impact that has, really. Right. But it's well, just nice like for to, us. More importantly, oh, yeah, it's nice to, I like to read them. What, the reviews? Yeah. So one said, um, no one cares about Brentford. <laughs> Quite interesting. Um, but other ones, uh, we've got Spurs Ibiza, best that no one's heard of. Oh, there he's gone. No one cares about Brentford in it. Uh, superb, fantastic podcast every week. These are genuine football discussions between fans, not boring journalists. Keep up the good work. Yeah. And uh, best podcast about from Ola Ain. Lads talking, lads banter. Best feature, birds and that. Which... He won't do anymore. We do have birds and planes later on. Um, Chief of Police, for those of you who are new to the podcast, this we have essentially a chat room. What, it's a comments? Underneath yeah, people the, are talking the to podcast. Each other. You can yeah. see it now if you look down. And uh, everyone gets involved. And what I've, I've really started to enjoy is that people just telling us what's happening in their lives. Yeah, it's they're, checking, they're checking, in, checking in, but then giving us a bit more information, which I never used to like. But now, well, well, that's it. Someone did say that. You go, hang on. Well, like, what's going on here? Like, there we go. Actually, I've got it here. Callum Nickel, come on, lads. Last season, Flav was giving folk grief for saying, just checking in, followed by another story of how they're doing. He gave them grief and said, that's not just checking in, as they are following up with other bollocks. That is true. That, uh, when I said that, that was a good point. Mm. Yeah. But we've morphed it a bit now. Well, I, I want to turn I, it into a chat room. I mean, how long can we keep, just keep people going, checking in, Callum? Right, it doesn't make us, uh, give us a, a, an op option to make any content out of it, does it? Yeah. So I made that, that was a joke back then. Now I'm saying it's okay to follow up with some information. Yeah, is this a, is this a good video or podcast? So I go, oh, Callum Nichols says just checking in. Well, should we just do that for the whole fucking Fuck hour, should hell, we, Callum? Just, just checking in, just checking in, just checking in. We're interested in that. If, you, if that's all you've got to say, just check us in, let us know you're all right, that's fine. If you want to add other information, then that's fine as well, Callum. Is that all right? <laughs> is that okay with you? And I might, in a month, say, I don't want that again. And that's fine as well, because this is my podcast and not yours, and you're just a YouTube video a viewer. If you don't like it, I'll ban you from the channel. Yeah, I mean, a, a wealth of problems in the, uh, in the comments. And so Am we... I right, Ad? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Ad's pumped. Um, so last week, we, uh, we... So those of you who are new, get involved in the comments and let us know how you are. But we, um, we hired a chief of police. Yeah, can I just make an apology? Yeah. Sorry, Callum. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Chief of Police was uh, was uh, anointed. He was. Rogue Gunner 69. 69. 
Um, and, uh, and and what we wanted was we wanted him to kind of get in there and just just stay on top of stuff, which he had done initially. And what it, what, what kind of negative stuff? stuff. So someone. Well, so, uh, uh, well, any kind of, yeah, negative stuff, essentially. So someone being horrible to another person in the comments yeah. or being horrible about us. Well, actually, there's one here as well, which was, uh, he was just checking in. It was Eamon's footy blog. He's gone, just checking in, guys. I might now be with my ex's friend. Whoops. Just something got me there. Yeah. That, for me, if I'd, if I'd seen Rogue Gunner, you know, smash in there, put the cuffs on him and go, less of that, What's, I would have been quite happy with so that. So, hang on, well, why is that a problem? I just, it's just a, bit, a bit dicky. Bit, yeah. Right. A wee, wee bit dicky. I'm sure he's. But that, that, that's 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 subjective, isn't it? It is subjective, but that's, you know, this is a role that we want you to pick up and run with. All right, but he's done, so, like, he has done good stuff this week, hasn't he? He's done. Well, he's had moments. Give so me some James example. Pout then said, "Good evening, DCI Rogue Gunner 69. Been busy." Rogue Gunner said this. Adam, I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Yes, mate. It's a full-time job keeping you reprobates in check. Hold on. Hold on a minute, what? Ro and James Powell just being polite and just trying to just closing off the conversation, he's gone, yeah, top lad. So hang on. Rogue Gunners, he's uh, he's called the rest of the community he's there to keep the peace and he's called the rest of the community reprobates. This is what happens when you give people power, they go fucking mental. And essentially he's going They go mental, don't they? Yeah. If you just <laughs> Sorry, go on. Have you seen that, that that thing, the experiment they did in Stanford University where they give Five, they give five people, or seven people, the roles of prison guards, and the other seven the roles of prisoners, and the, uh, and the prison guards go mental with power. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. They give yeah. them a smidge. Do you, do you know what power a, corrupts absolutely? Oh, yeah, he's, he's treading on you know delicate waters here. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make is any it, sense. But like, yeah, it's a full-time job keeping you reprobates in check. Like it's right. a slog. Yeah, should be an honour, mate. Should be proud. And then proud. I look down the comments. I go down you know in our new chat room we've got here. Mm. And someone says this, you're going to have to beat this ad. The fat d- is singing, lol, at me. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Well, uh, well, well, no. <laughs> Rogue Gunner, yeah. if this is a full-time job, <laughs> fucking sting me in on that shit. <laughs> I am not a fat <laughs> Beep it again. And also, right, so... Rogue Gunner, I'm not happy. All right, that's what, I'll leave it there. Is, I'm not happy. Is but there what been I will any say, instances where he's done anything good yet? There was one less of that that he All did. Right. Sorry, so, go on. What fair enough, but just not the quantity that I'm after as, as head of comments, as chief of police. You think he's got to go, Ad? Wow. Well, because look, I then went further down the comments and I saw this from Sam O'Donnell. Hashtag, fuck off, Flav. You beat that as well. What? But do you know what who stepped in? Do you know who stepped in? Rogue Gunner 69. Nope. What the fuck? Fuzzy, fuzzy Dunlop. On it. Less that of that. Guy. Less of that. Less of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And so... What? Who's, who said that first thing? I'll put a poll card up. Let's put a poll card up for this one, Ad. Remember to do it, please. What? <laughs> a poll card. Fuzzy Dunlop. Actually, first of all, Rogue Gunner. In or out. And it will go from there. But, wow. you know... There could be a job on the cards here. For Fuzzy Dunlop. It's a shame. Why did that guy say that about me? What, what have I done? I don't What's know. he doing here? <laughs> he knows who I am. He knows my name enough. And he cares enough <laughs> to put a hashtag for oh, Don't get sensitive now. It's a bit I'm, like, not, I'm not. But what's he doing with his life? Okay. Fine. Well, uh, if you're just freaked out by being called a fat lesbian. <laughs> 
and I get called the C-bomb and I'm not allowed to make, make a comment. Let's talk about football then. Right. Okay, room 69 time. Now, first of all, a bit of an update from last week. I wanted to put Sergio Ramos in room 69. Overall, people were saying get him in there, but there was more of a split than I expected. Uh, it's the, the, it, what do they call them? Snowflakes. They're the ones that want him. Yeah, well, do you know, actually, you got called a snowflake in the comments as well. Did I? Um, but Reese Chater said, uh, Liverpool Twitter in room 69 over Ramos. Would you Ooh. agree with that? Oh! What do you think of the, you know, Liverpool Twitter, Spurs Twitter, those different things? Uh, what do I think about it? Um, well, I guess, in a way, I'm part of it. So, can't really say much about it. Because um, they'll get you. They'll definitely get you. Brentford them. Twitter can get. You were talking about it the other day, weren't you? You were talking about Brentford Twitter. Yeah, they got pretty angry after their 4-3 four, four defeat at Deepdale against Preston. Seven, seven. seven accounts. Seven one in seven. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Can you well, imagine doing that? And coincidentally, there's only seven Brentford Twitter accounts. <laughs> yeah, how ironic. Mm. Uh, Charles said, can we better define the rules of Room 69? It was originally for people who aren't adding anything to the game anymore. True. I.e., your time is up move on sort that's, of thing. That's but this good. Ramos thing is just because James is a bit put off by him. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> no yeah, he's absolutely right. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. He's not going in. He, he isn't redundant. Ronaldo is. He's like, you've done your... So what, I've got no... I have no... Well, just pick one that's within the rules of Room 69. So is that the rule then? Yeah, so it, like, was enough, enough the rule. it was always the rule. It was always the rule. It's not hatred? Well, no, not really, no. OK, because yeah. I've got another hatred one. Quickly, I'll just say it, just just wound me up all week. So I was listening to lovely, lovely Pep Guardiola, and he's like, "Oh, Frank Sinatra, I love, I love his songs. Mm-hmm. All this stuff is lovely." And then he's talking about football, he's talking about how the beautiful game and all this stuff. And then he said this. He said, "I love this game." And do you know what popped into my head? Patrice fucking Evra. Patrice Evra has ruined the phrase "love this game." Oh, I love this game. And he said it about three or four times, and it's, it put me off my stroke. <laughs> I didn't like it. Put it off your stroke? <laughs> that was the what was you doing? Ah, oh, just generally, you know, being <laughs> my rhythm of the podcast. So, um, Patrice, ever, you've, ri- you've ruined you know the ability that, to say that you love the game. That's fine, that's fine. He can go in, because he, what, what value is he adding anymore? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, he's, yeah. he's a horrendous pundit. <laughs> he, all, he, all he does is pissing about on Instagram. Fine, get in there. Okay, uh, right. Evra. Um, um, have you got one? Uh, I'm going to put the El Clasico in there. Wow. Not, I thought you were going to go Lopetegui. You're going, you're going no, El Clasico itself. It's a bit early for Lopetegui. Mate, he's a dead man walking. Oh, yeah, he is. According uh, to sources. 100% he is, but he's, it's his second cl- club. He's managed Porto, and All that's right. it. It's a bit okay. hard to... Interesting. He, could, All right, we'll he probably will go on to be, do great things. It's just Willy. Real Madrid is a, a, a very complex football club. And not everyone will succeed there. We've seen great managers not do, do t- very ordinary things at Real Madrid. But you want, you want El Clasico in then? I'm just sick of it. I'm just, I am... I'm it, excited I, for this one. Are you? I mean, I, I'm, I'm, what are you excited? How many, how many times players will roll around pretending to be injured? That is How much, spa, you know, even the fact that people like Pepe is gone now, thank the Lord. Hopefully we'll never see him again. Like you can go and move to sixty nine. Yeah, it's, it's still full of, still, still full of bullshit. It's, it's, it's billed as like the biggest game in football, but it's, know, a, it's, it's, it's two of the worst clubs in, you know in football. Playing who is awful for it? The shithousery. Well, and it's just not even good shithousery. It's like it's just the, the feigning of everything. Yeah. 
um, Puyo. He wound me up because he's got the, oh yeah, I've got, I've got, I'm hard. I'm hard. I'm hard. I'm just that, I'm that centre back who wins his headers. <laughs> and then he's like, he's just a bitch. Is he? Isn't he? Is he? He was back in the day. Ramos continued that on. Um, to the game itself. He, this is the first El Clasico in 10 years not to feature Messi or Ronaldo. I know. Mm. And how do you feel about that? I think that's good. I feel nothing about it. Because yeah. I, I kind of, that way of it, it just being about those two guys, what's, what's quite interesting about <coughs> this period of time in football now is that, I mean, they're nowhere near the end yet. They're going to be great for a, a while yet. I think Ronaldo is coming close. Do you think? Yeah, I think this stuff that's going on in the courts and stuff is going to end. You're going to get to him, do you think? Yeah. Okay. But Messi, you're right. He's like when he played against Spurs. Yeah. Wow. I didn't want him to play. Like my, my mates going to watch Spurs at that game were going like, oh, I've got to see Messi, and I'm like, why? If he plays, he's got less chance of winning. But they were like, no, I just want to see him play. And then when we watched him, it was like, it's so much better than you think. Yeah. He's better than you think. It's mad. And I know how good he is. Yeah. But when he's playing against your team, and you can see how how, how much damage he's doing. Every time he gets the voice, like, what can you do against him? What? How do you defeat him? You just hope. <laughs> you just hope that he doesn't have a good. He's not on on the top of form. Well, yeah. Obviously, so he's missing this one because he's broken his arm, and you'll be praying that he can't play. In I don't think game he will play weeks. because they're already through. Yeah. Oh, I can't see a world where he plays. So it looks yeah. like uh, the game in midweek beat Inter Milan. Rafinha played a big part in that. So it looks like he'll be the kind of guy who comes in to kind of sort that out. Mm. For Real Madrid, uh, haven't won in five games in the league. One in midweek against um, Pilsen. Is it? Is that how you say it? <coughs> um, but they're going for a really tough time, and it does. It reminds me of those. It reminds me of before Zidane, really. Mm. But they kind of. It was like year after year after year. The manager will be gone pretty pretty soon. Um, do you think? Well, what's Lupetegui? Right. He's he's had the worst four months. Yeah, he's, it's he, he amazing it. how life can it. turn. He deserves it. He deserves it's it. his fault. Yeah. yeah. What him? What him and Real Madrid did was nothing short of scandalous to Spain before the before the World Cup. Real Madrid shouldn't be talking to the national team coach on the eve of the World Cup. Yeah. But their responsibility is to their club. And if if if, if Real Madrid went through the entire World Cup without um, without sorting their coaching situation out, people look at it and think the club's being run by clowns. So they couldn't do that either. That's why they went for Lopetegui very easy very quickly before and, and, and you know almost who knows what Spain could have done with him at, at the helm um, the issue what, what Lopetegui was uh, charged with was making Real Madrid less reliant on individual stars Zidane was incredible because he had the stars and he could man manage each one of them it wasn't tactically the most adept but he could manage the the egos and get them playing for him uh, Lopetegui came in and his his role was Let's develop a system that works for Real Madrid, that has more longevity, that doesn't cost as much as what, mm. what our previous system was. And, um, and it isn't working. It's not working because, I don't know, he's, left, he's leaving Modric and Cruz on the bench at times. He's playing um, a different system that's no one's used to. And the, 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 the supporters are not used to it. They're used to seeing everything they want and the world stars playing at their club and them being lit up each game. And it's going to take time for any system. Like Pochettino would be a great manager for Real Madrid if they really want to get behind this new system of building. Yeah, absolutely. Because the other thing they're doing, Barcelona doing the same thing. Barcelona buying players like Artur, 
um, for a lot of money from Brazil. He, and he is incredible. He's in class, yeah. yeah. And Real Madrid, is, uh, Vinicius Junior's one. Um, there's another one as yeah. well. They spent a hell of a lot of money on young guys that they're hoping is going to be that next generation. So this is just a period where both these teams are going to kind of, the next five or so years, they've kind of, they've run out of time with the, the squads that they've got and they're going to have to slowly move it. So it is going to be difficult for a while. That said, that, like, the games that they've been losing, is, it's not good enough and inevitably. I look, from everything I've seen, he's like, and at heard he is gone regardless. It's just the, the problem that Real Madrid have got is that the people that are linked with the job, so Solari, uh, Guti's linked with it, which I find hilarious. Someone like Conte. Guti was just like, he was so like, he didn't. He was so lazy, wasn't he? But he just had it's incredible just, vision. Yeah, yeah. Like him becoming a, a manager for the Biza. I think he's assistant manager at Besiktas at the moment. But then there's a couple of other names. Wenger's been one, but I think that's more the press trying to kind of make that story. But Antonio Conte is another one who would be still has contract issues at Chelsea. I don't sure he's able right. to even do but it. I think but. he's quite an obvious choice for them to try and get in as well. And Chelsea fans should try and make that happen because if that happens. Hazard's not going to want to go to Real Madrid, right. yeah. so that might make yeah, life yeah. a lot better for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I can't see anything other than the Brazil, Brazil, Barcelona win. Um, and what's going to be fascinating? We talked about this. We've got a video coming out on Saturday, um, previewing this game in detail. Um, but what's going to be interesting is that the battle in midfield between Luka Modric, Tony Cruz. And Artur, let's see who's going to. Busquets, yeah. Busquets, and let's see who's going to ha- have control of that midfield. Both, that is probably, in my opinion, at the moment, the best four midfielders in the world playing against each other. And I'm, I'm, that's the thing I am excited about with the Clasico is that it's like there could be a moment here where like someone arrives, like these new guys arrive, and I love those stories when they go, and it was this game where, yeah. the, the, you know, and it, often it can be the El Clasico where that, that happens. So yeah. it'll be fascinating. It's on uh, on the games on Sunday, three fifteen. Strange. Um, right, it's that time. Not twinkles. Football trivia, and of course. <laughs> last week, and a lot of you got it, so I'm not going to read out your names, sorry. Uh, but last week on. <laughs> we asked, I have played with or managed all of the following Nathan Dyer, John Walters, Gus Poyer, Eden Hazard, and Seamus Coleman. The answer, of course, was. Roberto Martinez. Martinez. Or Martinez, however you want to say. This week on Football Trivia, otherwise known as... <laughs> I was born in June 1978. And during my career as a midfielder, I scored goals for three Premier League clubs. I played for my country at three World Cups. And I won the Premier League three times during my career as well as four FA Cups. Answers in the comments. Good. Uh, Very briefly, it's disappointing headlines time. Oh, yeah? And I'll tell you what, these are great. I'm starting to get tweets, okay? People sending me in, that's brilliant. But they're not football headlines. (laughs) They're not football headlines. Football shows, football podcast. Pretty simple, isn't it? Put those two together, bosh. So tweet me if you've got those ones, because it's difficult to find them all. Yeah. I appreciate that. Football! Well, we'll give us one. Anyway, we've got one from Noisy this week. And uh, <laughs> the tweet that uh, got sent to me was like, this headline gets more disappointing with every word. And I'll tell you what, the first paragraph after that 
It's your worst nightmare, Flav. Is it? Right, here we go. So this is the headline from, uh, yeah, from Noisy or Vice, whatever. The hippie capitalist CEO who wants to win a Nobel Prize with sober raves. Ugh. <laughs> Doesn't it? Ugh. Just hits you. Just get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Radar Agrawal's Daybreaker Empire is trying to change the world one early morning dance party at a time. Alright. Ad, you love a rave. I've seen your Instagram. Thoughts on this? Get fucked. <laughs> what, those two words are so poignant in this. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, she can get fucked unless we'll get fucked. And I tell you what, yeah, <laughs> this is, it just gets, without feeling like, it feels like your stomach's like kind of yeah, it's cramping like, up. Yeah, so cringeworthy. It's, it gets worse and worse. Right, it's just after seven on a Wednesday morning and I'm still waking up. So I've installed myself in a, oh, hang on, it's before that. Sorry. Oh. Okay, she's about 10 metres away from me in the centre of the wellness suite in the swanky New York department store, Saks Fifth Avenue. She's wearing a white top spangly yoga pants and a black and yellow and black and yellow platform heels topped off with an enormous feathered headdress stop grinning from ear to ear she's bouncing up and down on the stage in front of 300 strong crowd <laughs> waving outstretched arms to a thumping electronic beat these are these people that are high on life aren't they it's go. not possible for everybody to be high on life. It's just after seven on a Wednesday morning, I'm still waking up, so I've installed myself in a secluded corner with a complimentary bottle of organic kombucha. <laughs> There's a lull in the music, and an MC begins to speak, leading the crowd in a moment of self-reflection. Today we choose to be happy. Oh, <laughs> Ian Toes, as the music builds up to a drop, and again, with emphasis, today we choose to be happy. That's the end, right? Don't read anymore. Um, that is uh, that's such bollocks. And that one last one last thing. Oh, it's a sober rave that began at six a.m. with a silent disco yoga class. So, do you know, this is why <laughs> the West is hated because we have we have the <laughs> okay. we have the fucking audacity to do this bollocks, right? We not only that we have, we we so don't have to fear for our own survival and our own health that we have time to do this shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We are, that's so privileged, it's unreal. And even in our community, there's people who couldn't even dream of doing something so wanky as that because they're not sure whether they have enough fucking food to eat. There's food banks being more, used more often than, than, than they ever have been. And this person gets to the fuck. Move on, sickening. Concentrating things that people care about. Mm. Footballers wangs can happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, it's happened. Sorry. Occasionally they happen, but you know you gotta be strong. strong. Well, so it's f are we changed from footballers' dreams to footballers' wang? Well, yeah, people didn't really like footballers' dreams. Uh, no, it was rubbish. Um, and someone in the comments, he was, he was delighted that we listened to him. We do, we read all the comments. Yeah. Um, footballers' wangs, as um, it's a grower. Yeah. <laughs> shall we say? Um, so yeah, uh, Willie's we've discussed thus far. Terry Venables, huge. Big Clive one. Allen, huge. Big. Um, and this is hilarious. Some of the comments are just class this week. Yeah. Hashtag footballers wangs is from Brownless. I think we've all seen Paul Skulls. Yeah, tiny little uh, what's it. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, I want to empower men with this. I don't want it to be too much about that. Because, Sorry. Yeah, you know, you're right. Some you're... people worry about this kind of stuff. Do you? What? Do you worry about it? Let's concentrate. You're, you've got, are we allowed to? 
Nah. <laughs> you know, can we talk about your genres? Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Nah, let's leave it. All right. uh, leave it for now. Keep them hanging on. <laughs> um, haven't. Se- this is El Carter. <laughs> These are brilliant. Haven't seen the Wang personally, but I went to a football college about four or five years ago. Knew a lad there that was friends with Barkley in school. Apparently he's, apparently he's an absolute pipe. <laughs> I trust the lad. I believe him. Why would he make that up? That would be weird. Scream it at the rooftops. Barkley has a schlong. Good stuff. Uh, footballers wangs. I was at, this is uh, Jordan LCFC. I was at the Masters snooker final either 2013-14 and a few Villa players were there. Delph, Ron Blart, and another. Ron Blart. I can't remember who it was. Popped to the toilet at the mid-session interval and Ron Vlar rocked up at the urinal next to me. Safe to say he's packing from what I caught on this piece. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Safe to say, I'll carry on. James has absolutely lost it. Safe, safe to say, he's packing for my court of his piece. I was so worried he caught me looking. I had to walk out without washing my hands. Ha ha. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Tyler Westerveld. Oh. Hashtag footballers wangs. Roy Keane's autobiography is a goldmine. Apparently, Nicky Butt has the biggest cock he's ever seen. And Gary Neville was always uncomfortable in his showers and his tongue like a hamster. <laughs> less of that. Yeah, less of that. Uh, you right to carry on? Yeah, I tried this out. <laughs> what a court so, of his piece. It's, it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys probably don't know this. I cry when I laugh, but yeah. it's good. Um, right, next one <coughs> from Neil Jones. My brother has been talking about seeing Carlton Palmer's tickets. <laughs> <laughs> My brother has been talking about seeing Carlton Palmer's dick in the toilets at Alton Towers for years. <laughs> Why Alton Towers? Why had Alton Towers? <laughs> every time Carlton Palmer comes up, it's not very often to be honest, he has to remind, every, uh, remind me that he's seen his penis. 
Hashtag footballers wangs. But how big is it? We just don't know. Uh, no, you don't know. Uh, right. Okay. One more. <sighs> I'm alright now. Birds and flames. It's my favourite graphic, by the way. Just to say. Some of you probably don't have a favourite graphic. I do. Birds <laughs> and flames. <coughs> um, so again, another thing I love about the comments, which has kind of been the theme of this entire podcast uh, today. <coughs> um, first of all, uh, I got it wrong. Are you on me, here, Rad? Yeah. Sorry, Tyler Norton, you were in the comments last week and we <laughs> assassinated your character, essentially. <laughs> and anyway, uh, you did. Basically, the deal was he was getting with a girl. She was in an open relationship. She was in an open relationship. Essentially, the story's died down a bit. Um, but brief update, since you have, since you have lost, lost to rack up as well. Fella's back in town. It's not really happening. Um, yeah. All right. It's kind of petered out. But I apologise. I apologise. Um... But there were some. I just love how people are starting to just be quite. It's just it's turning into a chat room, very yeah. open. And uh, there's one that's very sweet. But first of all, I just want to say, Gan Raj, Neck Cowies, just checking in. Lost my virginity last night. Yeah, I know, lads. Yes, in. Big, big moment. The huge moment. There is a moment, isn't there, where you're just like, oh, it's happening. He's in. He's in. He's in. He's <laughs> <laughs> in. <laughs> 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 Brackets finally lol. It's it. Oh my god, In your oh head, isn't god, it? You do wish, you know, like in a monologue. Like, oh my god, it's uh, After I pulled a lass in a club, I feel like I did a decent job when I compare it to other people's stories of theirs. Um, and yeah. So well done, mate. You know, it's a big moment. And the fact that you haven't got a horror story for the first time is something that I'm positive. very envious of. Yeah, mine was pretty bad. Uh, right, now onto the uh, the real stuff. Now, this is a really difficult one. Um, Adam, I want you to be involved in this, so yeah. listen, because this is your last bird in that flame thing. Brooke Williams, need a bit of help. So I was going out with a girl I've been best friends with for a year. And we got together after me trying for a while, but after a couple of weeks in, she ended it because apparently her dance and school was more important at the moment. But, uh, well, she says she doesn't want a boyfriend, but we are now closer than we was when we was together. And, and well, a couple of days back, I was walking home with her and things got a bit heated. And, well, one thing led to another. And, well, we, like I say, well, we started necking on. We are only meant to be mates at the moment. What do I do? Because she says she doesn't want a boyfriend, but she flirts with me all the time. And I'm, well, I'm not sure. Please help. Now, one bloke came in and just went... Is Brooke... I know it's not important, but Brooke's a girl's name, isn't it? Yeah, I thought that. But she, uh, he said... The person, the boy says, doesn't want a boyfriend. Yeah, get a, get a bloke's name. Um, so, yeah, for, for a couple of people were like, oh, man up, which I didn't like. Less of that. Yeah, no, that's not... that. Man up is a very pejorative and damaging term. Don't use it. OK. Um, but then what I loved, George Smith and Ethan Hopfer stepped in with like real genuine heartfelt advice however they were both very different yeah so george smith said i know it's tough at the minute but stay in the game pal if you're best mates then there's always a chance for something in the future but if you let the friendship fall apart now you'll kick yourself down the line okay that's one side of it mm -hmm. the other one even hopfer mate we've all been there but honestly it rarely works out you need to take some time away from her it works twofold for one, absence may make the heart grow fonder. And two, you may find someone in that time who will reciprocate the feelings. Oh shit, I fucked up here. I fucked up. This Brooke guy, this is a different thing. But I've got the other one. Hang on, no, this all works though. It kind of works, it does work. 
Yes. But there's another one as well. Oh no. Basically, <laughs> keep all this in because I've fucked up. There's another guy as well, and I feel really sorry. But he's he's going through the same thing. It's unrequited love, isn't unrequited it? Unrequited love with someone who you're a, f- Best a friend with. She mm. doesn't want more. And so the other guy, and I feel horrific, and I apologise, whoever you are. He was saying it's torture. Like it's I like I really like this girl. Yeah. What do I do? Do I like do I walk away or do I hang in there and yeah. stay friends with her? So it is a similar thing. That's why I've got it mixed up. I apologise. Um, so George Smith is saying hang in there. Yep. Uh, you, Ethan Hopper is saying. Uh, so let me read his again. Sorry, mate. We've all been there, but honestly, it rarely works out. You need to take some time away from her. It works twofold. For one, absence may make their heart grow fonder, and two, you may find someone in that time who will reciprocate the feelings. Bit of pill to swallow, but the current course will drive you mad. Yeah. Um, so I, I have a, I have a similar, similar story. When I was a, I was a kid, I was this girl just really fancy. I think we've all been there, man. But go. Well, I, he, I, I really liked her, and she ended up going out with my mate, and my mate knew that I liked her, and he was really sorry, but he really liked her as well. Tough. But because he's my mate at the time, I was like, you know, it's okay. But it hurt. It hurt yeah. a lot. And um, but what actually happened is while we were all mates, something happened in my brain and it switched off, and I just stopped feeling anything for her really. And then went out on the smash. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely happy ending. <laughs> is that Walt Disney? <laughs> <laughs> right. So hang on. What's your advice? <laughs> My advice is that it seems like a big deal now. It won't be, and she won't be the love of your life. I think that's a great point. I, and I, I, tactically, I think you're probably the second person. I think it was, it was Ethan, something like that. Um, is, he's right. It's dangerous to go. Oh, I'm gonna like. I'm gonna kind of fuck you off a bit because you're then gonna like me. No, nope. that does work sometimes. It does work. So yeah, but, but long in the long run, you want it to be as simple as possible. You go, I like you and I can't help it. You like me, you can't help it. And it's nice and simple. Yeah, look, you've got to be honest. If, she, if, she's saying, if she's saying she doesn't want a boyfriend, but she just wants to fling it about, then that's... I think they're like... quite young. Huh? I think they're quite young, these guys. Are they? I'm guessing. All right, look, I mean, I'm, I don't know how old they are, but I'm, this is my advice. Emotionally in this situation. fling it about. Huh? Emotionally fling it about. Saved it. It's fine. Allegedly. What? what look, 16-year-old girls and boys are having sex. Panicking. You don't ignore it. Okay. Anyway, look, it, not everyone wants a boyfriend. Sometimes getting old of a bird or getting old of a bloke is fun, and it doesn't mean that there's an, uh, there needs to be a relationship next to it. What she wants and what you want are two different things, and uh, you have to respect that. But you should say to her, look, I really fancy you. I'm, I don't want this friend stuff. I want to be with you and in you. <laughs> and uh, what is that, too much? Uh, and, uh, and, um, and, and that's how I feel. And do you know what? She likely, based on my experience, she would like that blunt confidence. That will probably get her going. So um, that would be my advice. And just be prepared for if you, get, if you got knocked back. But the minute you do go inside another woman, <laughs> <laughs> you will forget all about her. Right. Um, yeah, that's good advice. Adam, thoughts on this one? I think you should hang in there, man. Really? Yeah. Did you? Interesting. Huh? Did you? No, I just think... If he's actually best friends with her and they're having little moments where they are... It's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> keep, keep chipping away. But he can't be... From my experience, people who were, like, best friends at school and everyone was like, oh, they, they definitely fancy each other. No, they don't. Eventually, they ended off up. Yeah. Getting to go, yeah. 
There's a lot of truth in that as well. There's no right answer, really. There is no right answer. This I is normal, it, though, isn't it? When, you're, get, when you're in teen, your teens, yeah, this God. is so normal. And it's so those feelings are so powerful. Yeah, because you're just like, all hormones are flying, they're and new. You, you don't have the experience of like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. Okay, right, I need, to, I need to follow these steps to get through it. If he does start going for other girls, I think that would give him a lot more power in the situation. Yeah. Make, like, makes it obvious. Yeah. yeah. She'll, she'll get jealous. Yeah, it seems like a crude way to deal with things, but it's not necessarily about making her jealous, but it just puts you in a position where she's seeing you as a sexual object now and you are doing bits and she will like that and it will turn her on probably. It's interesting. And for you, you're just getting all of the fun. And can I say, um, look, that's three different opinions. Everyone else... Get in the comments. Let him out. Help him out. Help this guy help out. Help this out. What's his or name? Both of them. Brooke Williams. <laughs> and the other guy as well. I'm really yeah, sorry. Right. Right. I don't think he was the guy who used the word torture. That's what I felt awful. It, it does feel like torture. It is, yeah. But it passes. I promise you, yeah, it passes. It and it passes. doesn't. Like, I remember that period, but I don't remember anything of what I felt. So A torture that will never pass is the pain that we're about to feel <sighs> when Adam is no longer on the ones and twos. Um, there from the start, before it was one for the weekend, before it was when it was at Long Ball Street. Yeah. He's been uh, a mainstay, a go-to guy, a guy I've been able to look up and go, can you help me with this championship bit because he doesn't know anything, stuff like that. Birds and that, he's been a, you know, that's, that's him. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's nice. I mean, him. this is all nice. What about on a personal level? How has he impacted your life? On a personal, are we doing that? Yeah, oh, because this is like... Adam is a absolute diamond. Gorgeous looking lad. Yes. He's got height. Um, very slender, so he's going to age really well. Good head of hair. <laughs> he's got a cracking head of hair, lovely little fade that he keeps up to, to date as, as well as he can. But aside from that, lovely heart, very yeah. kind. Well. A bit clumsy. He is a little bit clumsy. He is a bit clumsy. Yeah, yeah. But wants the best for others and importantly himself. We'll go gonna, above and beyond. He will. And he will be a huge, huge success because he's very intelligent as well. Yeah, you are. Shall I tell you a story? Go on. He's here. And he's got this job because of me. <laughs> Thought that might, yeah, yeah, that might be sorry. And Adam, is that true or not? Uh, you played a role. Played a fucking role. So I burst your career, you bitch. So what I think you're saying is every success that he will have in the future, really, is my success. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Adam knows how I feel about him. And uh, do you have anything you'd like to say to the people? Um, not really. Just I love you all. Are you? Are you? Both of you, I miss you both a lot. Ad, were you? Genuinely, this podcast probably is the funnest part of the week. Are you, um, are you going to check in? I fucking know. He'll be checking in. He'll be checking in. That's what we want. Can people, see, can people see your face just one last time? Don't be just forgotten. Pop round, just pop don't, round. don't forget us. Go on, just pop round just one last time. <laughs> say bye. Wave <laughs> bye. You haven't got to say anything. The amount of times through the last two years he's done things he didn't want to do like this. Like what he's about to do. He doesn't want to do this, but he's doing it for us. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening is, just give him a clap. Come on! Da, da, da. See you next week. Without him. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.